Cape Talk. This day in history. It was on this day in 1945 when Franklin D. Roosevelt, the only president to be elected to three terms in office, was inaugurated for his fourth term. It was at the height of the Great Depression. He, then governor of New York, was elected the 32nd president of the United States. And in his address in 1933, he promised Americans that the only thing they have to fear is fear itself. And he outlined his new deal and expansion of the federal government as an instrument of employment opportunity and welfare. During his second term, he became increasingly concerned with German and Japanese aggression and began a long campaign to awaken America from its isolationist slumber. Um, Roosevelt, really, he was unparalleled. 13 years as president, um, leading, leading to the 1947 passing of the 22nd Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, limiting future presidents to a maximum of two elected terms in office or one elected term if the president already served more than two years of another president, ele- a president's rather elected term. Uh, the 20th of January officially became the inaugural day or the day of the inauguration of a sitting president from that year. From 1945 onwards, every other president that was elected by the American public uh, got inaugurated on the 20th of January of the year following the election. Can you name the 35th president for me, okay? So Franklin D. Roosevelt was the 32nd president of the United States. Who was the 35th president of the United States of America? In the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Those are words that have been uh, quoted time and time and time again. He was inaugurated on this day in 1961 as the 35th president of the United States. Apparently, it was a cold and clear day, and the nation's capital was covered with snowfall from the previous night. The ceremony began with a religious invocation and prayers, and then African-American opera singer Marian Anderson sang the star-spangled uh, spangled banner. Rather, uh, Robert Frost recited his poem, The Gift Outright. Uh, the president was administered um, the oath of the office by Chief Justice Earl Warren, and during his famous inauguration address, um, the youngest candidate ever elected Elected to the presidency and the country's first Catholic president, he declared that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans and appealed to Americans to ask not what your country can do for you, but rather to ask what you can do for your country. Those famous words that are associated to the 35th president of the United States. What's his name? If you know the answer, give me a call on 021-446-0567. Cape Talk. This day in history. In the long history of the world, 
only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. That was the voice of the 35th President of the United States of America, who was inaugurated on this day in 1961. Jenny in Plumstead, whose voice is that? Good morning. Good morning. It's John Fitzgerald Kennedy's voice. It is indeed. And for that, Jenny, you have won yourself some (laughs) wonderful bragging rights for the remainder of the day. There was something inspirational about his speech and and what his name continues to stand for in modern day history indeed yes i was nine years old when he was assassinated i'd never heard the word assassination before and it made me want to read about him and find out more about him and that's what i i did at that time wow uh, were you in Cape Town when you when? No, I was in Port Elizabeth. In Port Elizabeth, and it, and it came came over the radio just before half past ten in the evening. On, I think it was a Friday night. Were you aware of him? Did you? I mean, at the age of nine, no, I suppose you don't really no, pay attention to who the American no, prison not is. Not at all. No, but the newspapers were full of it, and and and, and I read about it. Yes, yeah. very interesting. Mm. And has your int- well? Have you continued to have an interest in American politics ever since, or was it just around that time? No, no, but it just so happens that my son-in-law is, and and he's a lecturer in American politics, yes. Oh, okay. Just how how things have happened. Mm. I I will tell you, my level of interest sometimes to American politics is limited to me being frustrated by Jacob Zuma and then going to Donald Trump's Twitter handle and, and then you don't feel so bad. then i don't feel so bad it's like oh there's somebody else more stupid than jacob zuma <laughs> jd thank you very much enjoy your saturday thank you <laughs> jd plumstead bragging rights for the remainder of the day for correctly naming john f kennedy as the 35th president of the united states who was inaugurated on this day in 1961